Grace and peace be unto you, my father's children, and welcome to another edition of the Sween So Sophisticated podcast. I'm your host with the most, Jawan Sween, coming to you live from Long Island, New York. Happy Friday to everyone out there. I hope you guys are well. I hope you guys are safe out there. I hope your families and friends are safe out there. Listen, let's continue to grow. Let's continue to evolve and let's continue to build in our communities. Let's make this world a better place and let's do what we need to do to rise to the top. Because as you all know, the bottom is definitely too crowded. So without further ado, let's get into today's topic. We're going to be talking about ways to become an effective CEO, Chief Executive Officer. Ways to becoming an effective CEO. So we got to first start with the root of what a CEO is, the definition, you know, the definition of a CEO, a chief executive officer is one of a number of corporate executives in charge of managing an organization such as a company or a nonprofit institution or organization. The highest ranking person in the company. I'm going to read that again. So a CEO or a chief executive officer is by far the highest ranking person in the company. They are in charge of managing an organization such as a company or a nonprofit institution. So that alone, the definition alone automatically tells us that the CEO, other than a business owner, is the highest ranking person in the company. You know, they come with major responsibilities as a CEO. CEO, you know, being a CEO is not a it's not a you know, easy job. It's not an easy task. You know, I am a CEO of my companies. I am the CEO of my businesses that I am currently building and that I am currently growing and expanding. You know, so I know the role and I, I know what a CEO is. I know how a CEO is supposed to operate. And again, like I mentioned earlier, it is not an easy task. You know, being a CEO means that you have to take on a lot of responsibilities, you know, more responsibilities than anyone else in the company. Yes, they play their roles, they play their parts, and that's that's awesome and that's very beneficial to the organization. But again, the CEO is the highest ranking person in the company. They have more responsibilities that they have to handle as the chief executive officer and the chief maestro of the company or of the organization. So these are the different responsibilities of a CEO. Number one, the CEO provides inspired leadership company-wide. The CEO provides inspired leadership company-wide. So the CEO is in charge of inspiring and leading the whole company. They're in charge of inspiring and leading the whole company. They have to make sure the company is on board. They have to make sure the company is motivated and inspired to accomplish what they need to accomplish, to meet certain deadlines and certain quotas so that the company can thrive and strive and succeed and so that the company and the organization can prosper. Number two, the CEO makes high-level decisions about policy and strategy. The CEO makes high-level decisions about policy and strategy bullet number three says that the ceo reports to the board of directors and keeps them informed the ceo reports to the board of directors and keeps them informed the ceo has to 
provide that information to the board of directors. Although they are the highest ranking individuals in the company, they still have a core team around them that they have to report to. Because the board of directors, they handle a certain portion. They um, handle a certain assignment, certain tasks that the CEO may not be able to handle. So the CEO has to report to them and keep them informed and up to date on the company's status and where the company's headed and where the company is at its current state. Number four, the CEO has to develop and implement operational policies and a strategic plan. Every CEO has to develop a strategic plan. If you do not have have a strategic plan, excuse me, for your company, for your organization, for your business, then your business will never thrive. Your business will never strive without a strategic plan. So that is very important. That is very important. That is very essential. Developing a strategic plan and implementing operational policies as it pertains to the company and or the organization. The next point. The CEO acts as the primary spokesperson for the company. The CEO acts as the primary, primary means first, spokesperson for the company. The CEO is this primary spokesperson for the company. They speak up for the company. They tell you about the company's vision. They tell you where the company's headed. They tell you where the company is at its current state. They tell you the uh, new ideas. They discuss new ideas, new activities as it pertains to the company or their, their business or their organization. They're the primary spokesperson. If you want to be a CEO, you have to live up to these responsibilities. You have to become the primary spokesperson for your company for your organization for your business that's extremely essential if you don't like speaking if you don't like talking if you don't like communicating then how can you be an effective ceo anybody could be a ceo but if you want to be an effective ceo then you got to be the primary spokesperson for your company you got to be willing to speak you got to be willing to talk even you know in the face of you know rejection neglection publicity you know, you got to be willing to speak up for your company, speak up for yourself. And you can't be afraid to communicate with other individuals. That's the spirit and that's the job and the role of a CEO, an effective CEO. The next point, it says develops a CEO develops the company's culture and overall company vision. The CEO has to be a visionary. In order for you to be a CEO of your company, you got to be a visionary. You got to have a vision. You got to know where you're going. You got to know where you're headed. You got to have a vision. If you don't have a vision, if you don't have a goal, if you don't have a plan, how can you thrive? And how can your company thrive? How can your business, how can your organization thrive? And how can you thrive as a CEO or a chief executive officer? How can you thrive without a company vision? That is extremely important. CEOs help people recruit new staff members when necessary. So the CEO helps with recruiting new staff members when necessary. A part of being the CEO is recruiting people. You got to build a strong team around you. 
You got to build a core team around your organization. A CEO can achieve all of the assignments, all of the quotas by themselves. They have to have a core team around them. If they don't have a core team, then how can they thrive as a company? That's where recruiting comes into place. Recruiting is so important and essential. Because once you hire and train and develop new staff members, then they can jump on board and they can be a part of your vision. And once they know what they're doing with the proper guidance and training, they'll be able to execute on their assignments and be able to meet their quotas that you want them to meet. And that will elevate and take the company to a higher level. But a CEO has to recruit new staff members, be willing to train new staff members when necessary in order for the company and their business to succeed. A CEO has to create an environment that promotes great performance and a positive morale. The company, or the CEO rather, the CEO of the company, has to oversee the company's fiscal activity including budgeting, reporting, and auditing. So the CEO is the overseer of the company. They have to oversee the company's activities. They have to oversee the company's budgeting, the company's reporting, and their auditing. Everything the company does and everything the company is supposed to do, the CEO is supposed to handle that. The CEO is supposed to oversee and look over you know, those particular sectors and areas of the company to make sure everything is intact in order for the company to thrive. A lot of the... A lot of these responsibilities fall on the CEO. The CEO is not an easy task. As I mentioned earlier, it's not an easy task. Yes, you feel good about being a CEO. You feel good about being a boss. But it comes with a lot of responsibility. A lot of responsibility. Managerial skills. Overseeing the company. Overseeing the people. Your employees. Making sure everything is intact, everything is up to date, everything is up to par, everything is in order. That's the job and the responsibility of a CEO, a true and efficient and effective CEO. They have to assure all legal and re regulatory documents. They have to make sure that they are filed and monitor compliance with rules, with laws, and with regulations. They have to work with the executive board to determine values and mission and plan for short and long term goals. A CEO has to plan for long and short term goals. Because without a plan, without a vision, without goals, your company will fail. They have to also identify and address problems and opportunities for the company. They have to address problems and opportunities for the company. That's what CEOs have to do. They have to address the situation. They have to address the issues, the problems, the concerns, the worries. They have to address it all to their team, to the company, to the employees. Even the opportunities they have to address as well in order for the company to be put in a better predicament, to be put in a better position. Partnership is key. CEOs must build alliances and partnerships with other organizations. Partnership is extremely essential if you want to become a CEO and a boss. 
You have to be willing to partner up with other organizations, other businesses, other people in order to make history, in order for your company to thrive, in order to increase your revenue. You got to be willing to build alliances and partnerships with other people, with other businesses, organizations. You got to be willing to do that. CEOs oversee day-to-day -day operation of the company. They oversee day-to-day -day operation. Day-to-day -day work. They make sure the employees know what they're doing. They make sure that quotas are reached, like I mentioned earlier. This all falls on the CEO. The CEO has a lot of responsibilities, a lot. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just being real. I'm a CEO. I know. I have friends that are CEOs. I have people I know that are business owners and CEOs. They have to maintain their company status. They have to maintain and increase their revenue. They have to manage everything in the company. They got to make sure everything's up to par. Oversee day-to-day -day operation. Make sure everything's running smoothly. They have to be willing to create systems in place to make sure the company runs smoothly and last but not least the CEO has to work closely they must work closely with the human resource department to ensure great hiring when you establish your team when you establish your your organization and you put people in their respectful places human resource department is is extremely important because they ensure great hiring The CEO has to work close with that department, human resource, to qualify people that want to work and be a part of the team and the organization. They have to be willing to work closely with them to ensure that the person that they are hiring is going to be a valuable asset to the company. They don't want liabilities. CEOs, we want assets. We want people to be valuable to our company. And that's real. That's real. So let's get into the essential qualities of a CEO. So you may be wondering, hmm, I get the responsibility part. I understand that being a CEO comes with a lot of responsibility. I get that. Cool. But the qualities, I'm going to tell you the qualities that you need to have in order to become an effective CEO. Number one, you got to have the ability to learn from your past. You got to have the ability to learn from the past. If you're not able and you're not willing to learn from your past, then forget about being a CEO. If you're not willing to learn or grow from your past, from your mistakes, if you're not willing to make adjustments, if you're egotistical and, and, and stubborn, then you will not thrive as an effective CEO. Number two, you must have strong communication skills. If you are an introvert, I understand that. But you must have strong communication skills because you can be an introvert but still have strong communication skills. You still can be an introvert and have strong communication skills. Trust me, I know. But you must have communication skills. 
you got to be willing to communicate effectively. If you're not willing to communicate effectively, whether that's an issue that you need to address, ideas, concepts, different ways to improve your organization or your company, different opportunities, then you will not thrive as a CEO, as an effective CEO. Strong communication skills are key. That's extremely important. Number three. You must be willing to build relationships. Relationships are important. Business relationships. Personal relationships. Relationships in general. Relationships with your customers. Relationships with your employees. You got to be willing to build relationships. If you're not a relationship builder, you better learn fast if you want to become an effective CEO. I'm telling you right now. You got to be willing to build relationships. Because that is extremely important. To thriving and striving as a CEO. Point blank period. Number four. You must have realistic optimism. You have to have confidence and optimism in yourself to know that you will thrive and become an effective CEO. You got to have realistic optimism as it pertains to where your company is headed in the near future. You got to have that confidence, that level of optimism. If you don't have that level of optimism, I'm not saying being cocky, conceited, or boastful, but optimi- optimism and confidence is key to being a successful CEO. That is key. The number five, you have understanding. You got to have a great understanding, a deep understanding of people, of money, of time management, you know, customer service, you know, and just under deep understanding of your vision where you want to go visualization is key gotta have a deep understanding number six listening skills you gotta be willing to listen you gotta be willing to listen you gotta be willing to you gotta be willing to listen to your 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 employees you gotta be willing to listen to your customers if they have any complaints if they have any concerns about your product you gotta be willing to listen to them See, a lot of us don't like to take constructive criticism, but if we take constructive criticism, then we can learn from our mistakes. We can learn from the things that we've done in the past, and then we can automatically make those adjustments so that we can make our products better. We can make our company better and our companies and our organization's reputation better. So listening is key. You know, if your employees have a problem or issue amongst one another. You got to be willing to come to grips with that situation and take it head on. You got to be willing to listen to both of their sides and their points of views and their perspectives. You got to be willing to listen. If you're not willing to listen, if you want people just to listen to you, then it's not going to work. You're not going to be a successful CEO. You're not going to be an efficient and effective CEO. Because people do not care how much you know until they know how much you care. And if you don't listen to them, then that just shows how much you care. So listening skills are extremely important. Number seven, willingness to take calculated risk. Every boss, every entrepreneur, every CEO has to be willing to take risk. Calculated risk at that. If you're not willing to take risk, then you can kiss CEO goodbye. Because you have to be willing to take risk and put everything on the line. So that your company can thrive. You got to be willing to make sacrifices. 
You have to be willing to make sacrifices. You got to be willing to take one to give two. You got to take one to give two back. So you got to take those risks. Number eight, you got to be willing to read people. You got to be able to read people and adapt to necessary management styles. Reading people are important. Being intuitive is important in adapting to the necessary changes and the necessary management styles. Adaptability is important. Reading people is important. Being intuitive is important. It's important to being an efficient CEO and an effective CEO. More qualities, coaching employees effectively. You got to be willing to train and develop and coach your employees. Guide them through the process. Show them how to do a certain activity right so that your company can thrive, so that that can be a burden off your shoulders. If you train them up and raise them up right, if you develop them, develop your employees right, then they'll be able to know how to do things correctly so that your company won't have to fall off or you won't have to pick up the slack of the employee. And number 10, thinking outside the box. Every entrepreneur and every CEO thinks outside the box. They have a different mindset, different way of thinking, diff different way of conversing, you know, different visions and different, you know, um, goals, aspirations for the company. You got to be willing to think outside the box. You got to be a mastermind and a, a strategist as a CEO. How to become an effective CEO. Number one, you got to lead your people. Lead your people. You got to lead your employees, lead your people, your team. You got to lead them to success. Lead them to whatever you want your company to go. You got to lead them. They will follow you if you will lead them. Lead them the right way and they will forever follow you. Number two, you have to stay focused on your business goals. Don't let up and don't slack. You got to know what quotas you want to hit for that month, that year, that week, that day. And you got you to gotta, you gotta work toward those business goals. You got to stay focused on those. No distractions. You got to stay focused on those business goals 24-7. Number three, you have to communicate as a CEO. Communicate with your staff and clients. Your customers and your staff, you have to communicate. Communication is important. Number four, you have to make purposeful decisions. Be intentional about making decisions. Don't make decisions accidentally. Be intentional about making decisions for the company. Don't be selfish. That's where communication comes into play. Talk, talk it over with your team. But make purposeful decisions. Be confident in the decision that you made. Don't be regretful. Don't, have a, don't make a regretful decision. Don't make an unintentional decision. Make an intentional decision for your company. Number five, show respect for your employees. Don't, don't treat them nasty. Don't treat them bad. Don't hang your head high and, and, uh, and, and, and have them hang their head low. Don't make them feel bad about anything. Don't, don't try to belittle their feelings and ruin their self-esteem and destroy their reputation. Don't destroy or corrupt their spirit. You got to show them respect. The same respect your employees are showing you as a CEO and as a boss, you got to show them that same respect. Reciprocity. You got to reciprocate that same respect to your employees. And they'll respect you more. Number six, be an inspiration to your employees and your community. Be an inspiration to them. Be a role model, a mentor to them, a leader to them. Someone they can look up to. Someone they can 
they can they can count on, they can look up to, someone that they can they can call on. Someone they can call to for help. Someone that they can approach if they have a question or issue. Be that inspiration. CEOs inspire their employees in the community. Number seven, think like a consumer and a leader. I like this one. Entrepreneurs are producers by nature, but you got to look at it from a customer's lens. How would you want to be treated as a customer? Would you want to be mistreated? Would you want to purchase or receive a nasty product? Put yourself in your customer's shoes. Make adjustments to your product if you need to. But always put yourself and see things from a customer's perspective, from a customer's lens. And of course, always be a leader. Always be a leader as a CEO and an entrepreneur. Always be a leader. You got to lead from the front. Lead from the front. Take risks and your people will follow you. Number eight, be determined. Always be determined. Determination is key. So as a CEO, as an effective CEO, you have to be determined always. Always be determined. Number nine, always keep ethics in mind. Always keep ethics in mind. Always keep ethics in mind. <laughs> Excuse me. And number 10. Number 10. Know when to ask for help. Don't have an ego. Don't think you can just do it all by yourself. You have a team for a reason. You have an organization, a business, a company for a reason with people that work for you, that work alongside you. No one to ask for help. You can't be a one-man band, a one-man wrecking crew. That's how you get drained. But you have to ask your team for help. Don't be afraid. Don't have that egotistical spirit or mindset. got to know when to ask for help. Be coachable. Be a student and be a leader at the same time. Be a student and be a boss at the same time. Be a student and be an effective CEO at the same time and ask for help when you need it. So as I conclude this podcast, I just want to wrap up with some final remarks and say that, you know, ladies and gentlemen, being a CEO, it's not an easy role. It's not an easy task. As you all know that a CEO comes with a lot of responsibility, organization, and structure. Comes with a lot of responsibility, organization, and structure. As a CEO, as an effective CEO, you must have a clear and concise vision of where you want your company to go. And what you want to accomplish as a company. I'm going to read that again. As an effective CEO, you must have a clear and concise vision of where you want your company to go. And what you want to accomplish as a whole, as a unit, as a company, as an organization. That's something to think about. Let that sink in. Let that marinate. Clear and concise vision of where 
you want your company to go and what you guys want to accomplish together as an organization. Those are the things you have to think about if you want to become an effective CEO. It's not easy. It's a lot of hard work, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, a lot of dedication, and a lot of responsibility. But if you follow these guidelines that I gave you, you put them in order, you put them in place, and you apply it to your life, to your business, to your company, to your organization, I promise you, you will thrive and strive, and you will eventually become an effective and an efficient CEO. So I love you guys. I hope you guys are blessed by this podcast. You know, if you guys want to purchase my merchandise, you know, I have my clothing line, Swing So Sophisticated merchandise now available on my website, www.swingsosophisticated.com. I repeat, www.swingsosophisticated.com. So look at my website, go purchase a t-shirt. You know, we're having new merch coming soon. Um, so continue to support my movement. I love you guys. Thank you guys for supporting. Thank you guys for tuning in to today's episode. Keep the faith. Keep the charge. Stay focused, and I remember that, you know, um, being the CEO, you know, it's tough, but it's worth it. You know, it ensures that you'll become free, you're your own boss, and that you're in control of your life and your destiny. So, you know, I love you guys, I respect you guys, continue to support me, I'll support you. Let's grow, let's evolve, and let's build together. Until next time, this is Jawan Swing signing off, and I'm out. I'll see you at the top because the bottom... It's definitely too crowded. Chill. Peace and blessings. I love you all.